Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. In today's episode, we're going to talk why game mechanics might be important. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I guess you're going to have to find out by listening to this episode. Enjoy. Welcome to the age of Jeremy. I am your host, Jeremy Quintanilla. If you don't know who I am, I'm the CFO and co-founder of a business called 3T Warrior Academy, Warriors Rise. I'm the CFO and co-founder of a business called Age of Workidio. And to follow both of those, check out 3T Warrior Academy on YouTube by typing in 3T Warrior Academy, or you can check it out at 3TWarriorAcademy.com. You can also check out Age of Radio at ageofradio.com. And you can also join our Age of Radio community in two capacities. One, you can head on over to Facebook and type in Addicted to Podcasting, or there's a link in this episode description. You can join our free Facebook group, Addicted to Podcasting. And from there, and possibly in this episode description, I don't remember if I have it at the time that I'm recording this, but I will try to put it in a link to our Discord channel where there's even more fun ways to interact with the Age of Radio community and with the podcast hosts that are on our Age of Radio network. If you want to learn more about what I'm talking about, make sure that you join those two communities, one Facebook group, the other one Discord. And you can also go to ageradio.com to learn more about what kind of services we offer, essentially. Um, so make sure to follow me on all the socials at Age of Jeremy, except Twitter. It's at Age of Jeremy Q. And also make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel at Age of Jeremy. Eventually, there will be a new video out there. <laughs> um, um, but before we get started, I want one, I have one more thing to uh, mention. This episode of Age of Jeremy is brought to you by Signature Home Styles. If you're looking to upgrade your home or office, tired of being second when it comes to taste and style, look no further than Signature Home Styles at www.signaturehomestyles.biz forward slash age of radio. Signature Home Styles is America's online destination for 
home goods and decor transforming millions of homes in the U.S. for over 50 years. Candles, coffee, florals, lightning, lighting, not lighting. That'd be cool if they did sell lightning, but it's lighting. Wall decor and more. Signature Home Styles has thousands of unique products not found anywhere else. Don't forget to check out their famous Sparkle Glass. Sparkle Glass is an eye-catching LED glass cylinder only available at Signature Home Style. Sparkle Glass can be purchased with seasonal or custom inserts, bringing astonishing brilliance to all rooms for any occasion. Don't settle for second place home decor. Get the best at Signature Home Styles. Make sure to visit our Age of Radio partner page at www.signaturehomestyles.biz forward slash Age of Radio. Again, that is www.signaturehomestyles.biz forward slash age of radio and if you don't remember that there's a link in the episode description so let's get this show on the road so we don't have any news articles today i will be 100 percent honest i have been trying to be more efficient make sure that i have more time to do the things that i enjoy and i did that at length on sunday uh by doing some taxes and i didn't get a, a new episode recorded i didn't really know what i wanted to talk about um, where I'm working on getting more people on this podcast to do interviews through like collaborations from people that are on the podcast. And then I'm trying to get time set up to get that Friday podcast going again. I have some episodes in the can as Joey likes to say it from the geek collective. Um, and I just need to actually do a few intro recordings for them and then I can go ahead and release them and get them out into the world. And so on Sunday, I actually, the last couple, actually not just on Sunday, but the last couple of weeks, I've been kind of uh, trying to find first person games that I can play like board games because I really like uh, board games. I think that they're more thoughtful. They don't aren't as time consuming because you could play them for an hour or two, hopefully get to the end of it. Um, and you can, you know, strategize, you can spend some time thinking, which is something that I enjoy doing in many, many uh, capacities. Um, and so I, I've been spending some time with his game called the uh, Elder Signs, and it's part of Fantasy Flight's Arkham Horror, I guess, series based off of like Lovecraft culture. And if you don't know who H.P. Lovecraft is, um, I think HBO did a good job kind of speaking about him a little bit. Um, but uh, if you could read his, if you read his books, you'd know a little bit more about him. But, you know, I guess, suppose... Um, he might have been a little bit racist if we think about it. Um, and so, but as far as the cult culture and things that he's left on, um, the, uh, occult, uh, supernatural literature or fantasy realm, I guess, um, Jorge Luis Borges, um, is another author who was a very big fan of HP Lovecraft. They did a lot of writing, um, in, uh, in the supernatural, in the tradition of H.P. Lovecraft. And so I think from that capacity, there are some really cool um, creatures and concepts and uh, interesting things that he's done in that genre. I've never really been, never read uh, his books. I've read some of Jorge Luis Borges's book because he's a famous uh, Argentinian author. And uh, I enjoy um, studying uh, Spanish or Hispanic uh, uh, authors or Latin authors um, for fun. And so, uh, and I really enjoy his work. And so I imagine I would enjoy H.P. Uh, Lovecraft's work, but I do enjoy playing this game. And the game is a pretty simple concept. Essentially, there is an ancient creature 
that you as an investigator has to go through different adventures and you have to collect um, what are called elder signs. And then you collect so many elder signs to battle the ancient one. And if you do so many things right, you get to beat the ancient one and that is the game. But the interesting part about these tabletop games, um, just like with most games, whether they're video games or anything, they have what are called game mechanics. And in tabletop games and video games, game mechanics, mechanics are the rules that govern and guide the player's actions as well as the game's response to them so a rule is an instruction on how to play um a ludim or ludime is an element of play like an l-shaped move like in night you know when a knight moves l-shaped that's a ludime um and a game's mechanics thus specifically affect how the game will work for the people who play it and this got me thinking in, in two capacities, um, and that's what I was going to kind of talk about today. One is that um, is the, the benefits of games, and you listen to me talk, um, a lot of people make fun of people who spend all of their time playing video games um, or, or playing games in general. And I think of this in two capacities. One, most people that... Uh, don't play video games or like video games, still spending a ridiculously amount of time watching sports. And I guess the difference is, is a sport is physical activity, um, but you're usually watching it. Um, and I don't see any benefit in that whatsoever. No, I like sports because of the same thing, games and game mechanics and thinking and strategy. Um, but I've never understood why people don't have a, a disdain for games. Maybe they don't understand the capacity in which it can benefit them. Um, maybe they're difficult for them because of game mechanics, and that's okay. I understand that. Or maybe it's just the way that they were brought up. Or maybe they see people just getting enthralled and obsessed with them. And I know that Coach JV has, you know, greatly mentioned this in the past and very um, humble. Um, uh, he's been very humble about it, saying that he used to think that people uh, wasted their times playing games, but then he's noticed that like, I don't waste my time playing games. Like I don't obsess over them. Um, I don't let it consume my life. I utilize it as a way to improve my life and a way to relax and in, in that capacity. And so when we think of games from, from that capacity, games have a really great uh, benefit to people, not only with their um, cognitive function, the way that they can remember things. Um, with the game mechanics piece, there's a learning process that goes in place. So there's a brain expansion or brain um, use, right? And so when you are learning games and you're playing games, you're using your brain in a way uh, that you normally don't use it. Now, that being said, if you don't enjoy games, doing this would be un unenjoyable to you and you wouldn't get the benefit. But if you like playing games, there are lots of benefits to playing games. And especially um, one of my favorite games growing up was Dungeons and Dragons. And we would play four or five or six of us at a time. And you get to learn how to solve problems together. You get to communicate with each other. You get to learn how to... Um, uh, solve puzzles together. You get to learn how to solve differences between you and your party and you and your group, which I feel that because I started playing at a young age has made me very, um, has made me a better or be more confident in those types of situations, which I would not have had any other way. Um, which you do get a lot of those things when you play sports. So I, again, sports, I love sports. I think they're great as well because I think games are super, super important for our lives um, on many different facets. 
I think it's about finding a middle ground so you're not getting obsessed with it and it's not consuming your life and you understand like some of the benefits that come with it. But that being said, I don't think anybody, everybody needs to study gaming in a ludology sense, right? Or in a storytelling sense or to, to study it or even make games, right? I think that that's great if you enjoy that um, because that's something that I enjoy. But at the same time, I think that people should give games a shot um, because you can you can push yourself and you can learn a lot when you play games. And so with the Elder Sign, I was thinking a lot about it and the capacity of the game mechanics or weren't comp were difficult at first. But as I played more and more and I studied more, the game made more sense. And so as it started to make more sense, um, it made me think that this is one of the problems why people, I think, fail. And another reason why games could be beneficial for people is because it allows them to learn how a system works. And once you learn how that system works, you can learn how to strategize to do better at that system. And I feel that that's the same thing that goes into anything else that we're trying to learn in the world, whether that's personal finance, right? There's game mechanics, there's actions that you have to take to do well in situations. There's rules on how to play that type of game. And when you learn how to play that type of game and you learn the mechanics of the game, you can then get better at strategizing. So for instance, when I first played Elder signs earlier in the week and I didn't know what the hell was going on because I hadn't played it in forever I it took me a long time to even get the play going and when I got the play going I kept dying right and it's a one player game it's a one to I think four or five player game or something like that and so you get an investigator card you can get weapons you can get spell cards and then you take your token and you move on different adventures and you have to complete these tasks to collect the elder signs and to collect other things to move further and advance more in the game and so the first time I played was fucking horrible I kept dying because I didn't know what the hell was going on and so as I, which is like life, right? If we don't know the mechanics of what game we're playing, whether that and whether that is finance, whether that's investing, whether that's options, whether that's cryptocurrency, whether that's, you know, our health, our relationship, whatever it is, everything has essentially mechanics on how things are supposed to work. And the better that you get at understanding that, the better that you can get at strategizing to beat that system or to be better at that system. And so when I was playing the game, right? After I got good at the mechanics of the game, then I was able to really get into it. I played for about two hours yesterday by myself um, on Sunday, and that's why I didn't get this podcast recorded. And so I played on Sunday by myself, and I was able to strategize better. I was able to learn how to make better decisions. I was able to um, get further inside of the game. I was able to realize certain things and mistakes that I had made previously that allowed me to not make them again. And so I think that that's one of the overarching things that I think is very important about gaming um, is that you, the game mechanic systems, because those things we can apply to different areas of our life when we want to learn how something works. Once we spend that time over failure, right, we're able to understand how something works and then we're able to strategize and get better and better at it. And I feel that the more that we play games, the better we're able to do those types of things in our everyday lives. And so one of the things that I was thinking about today and have kind of tried to relate this to is for um, working with different people inside of our Merlin business. So we have a business called Blockheads. We're designing an amazing app. It's called Merlin. You can go to MerlinCrypto.com and check it out. I, there might be uh, something in the episode description. I don't know. Anyways, go to Merlin Crypto. Merlin, M-E-R-L-I-N, Crypto, C-R-Y-P-T-O.com check it out. And so I 
was thinking about this is because I'm working with different people. Um, and the different people have different ideas that they want to bring to the, the, the thing from different systems that they have been a part of, where they think that those things do really well. And some of them do, some of them don't. And I had been spending some time giving pushback because I wanted things to be my way. But then as I was thinking about it today, I can't, I can't make things my way, right? We all are playing a game and that game, right, of building a corporation works really, really good based off of certain mechanics for that gameplay. And so when I had stepped back and thought about that, while I do want to make changes in that capacity to get this thing off of the ground and put a plan in place, I have to play by the same mechanics. And so some of those things are certain types of meetings where people, you know, have action items, they review their action items, they deploy into the future. One. Um, two, separating certain types of meetings, maybe having something for execution, something for strategy, making sure that we're setting time for those things. And then also throughout the week, holding the individuals accountable to the action items that they had set. All things that I didn't want to have to make to do to provide pressure to people, right? But based off of where we're at in this specific system or this specific game of building a corporation or building a business or getting something launched, there are mechanics that work really, really good. And so because I know some of those mechanics, I need to play that. But because I know those mechanics so well, I can utilize those mechanics, not fight, find the ones that work really, really well, and then utilize them better than, than in the past because I know how they work and I know where the pitfalls are rather than just trying to get away from the system itself. And I think that being able to, to spend time and understand that and be able to look at the failures and the pitfalls and the things that do well and make it better will make us move a lot further and faster in our company. And I'm really excited to see what happens with that. And I wouldn't have thought about that all if, A, I didn't spend time thinking a lot. And two, if I didn't have this concept of understanding game mechanics or the way in which a game plays. Now, I know some people or critics of that are going to be like, well, it shouldn't be that way. Everything shouldn't be a game moving up in a corporation, how a corporation structured, how we live our life. And you're right. I agree. It shouldn't be that way. But the thing is, it is. So rather than fighting it, learn how it all works, get really fucking good at it, and then start to make it better and make the changes that you want to see. And I think that that's one of the biggest things that I've learned over my lifetime playing games and being a part of games. And I'm not in any any form of capacity like a savant when it comes to, you know, chess or checkers or backgammon or any of those. I don't even care if I lose. It doesn't make me mad. I don't get upset about it. I just enjoy playing games and thinking and spending time with my friends. So not only that, it also, when there's friends playing, in this case, I was playing by myself, but when friends are playing, it's able to provide a better, it's able to bring us closer together and build a strong friendship. And that's the, um, one of the things that I hope to, to do throughout my life. And I think that one of the things is I, I've been talking a lot about efficiency and doing things better. Um, I think that that's one of the things that gives me a more balanced life and gives me more value added life. And so I encourage you to kind of step away from the game mechanic things or the point of this podcast. I also encourage you to start to write down and think about the things that you would do for free if you could do it because you enjoy doing it. Make a list of those, find out which are the most important and make sure that you're putting those into your life. And you don't have to do what I do and turn it into a podcast or a blog or anything. I just enjoy doing that as well as one of those things. But then make sure that you find time doing it. I don't think that we give enough. Um, 
I don't believe that we converse enough or give enough advice to tell people to do the things that they enjoy. And when they're living that life that they enjoy and doing the things that they enjoy, then they will also be better at doing the work that they want to do in their life because they also get to do the things that they enjoy. And the things that you enjoy, you could find a way to make money at if that's your prerogative. But if it's not, then there's no reason to try to make money out of your hobby and just have your hobby for the sake of doing the hobby and getting better at it and sharing it with the world. So I know that was a really short podcast. I know we didn't have the news, but I, something that was on my heart and mind this today, really, based off of the, some of the things that I've been thinking about and trying to apply them to, to you know, games, right? And some of the things that I've been learning in games and how I can apply them to life. And I encourage you that when you're doing the game mechanic, oh, and the other thing that I want to say before, before I end the other part of this is that the thing also about game mechanics is it learns you to suck at something and get better at it. And if you spend time and sucking at something and then slowly getting better at it as you understand it and grow, the more that you do that, you push push yourself a little bit. It's like lifting weights, right? So if you lift weights and you suck at it at first and you keep doing it, then you get better, then you're able to add weight and you get, you know, you start to see how good you look and then you continue to do it and you like the way that your body feels and all this other stuff, right? So learning is really the same way. And I think that you can see that a lot when you see yourself succeed at something. And I think that learning games, especially games that have more difficult mechanics, whether that's in a video game or in a tabletop game, when you see that you do that and you finally get the gist of the entire game, that's when the world really opens up because then you can start to be better at that game. The same way, if we take bodybuilding, once you get good at like lifting weights and health and fitness, then the world really opens up because there's so much more that you can do with inside that since you got the basic mechanics down of dieting and lifting and setting goals and measurements and you know your weight and all of that. And, and again, again, one of the things that we don't talk about a lot are what are some things that we could do to get ourselves to get better at life or things that we want to do. And I feel that if you do enjoy something and if you suck at it, that's great because if you suck at it and you keep applying yourself, you start seeing these little improvements. And then you can think about that and remember that whenever you're doing anything that as you do something and you keep getting and you keep doing it, then you slowly get better at it over time. And along with that, when we think about life, a lot of us, a lot of people, the average person does actually get better at life over time because they're learning the mechanics of the game or they're learning the mechanics of life. And when you do that and you're okay with it and you get better and better and better, once you start getting more and more of the mechanics down, then life in the world opens up for you to do a lot more with it. So, um, uh, so so if you could also do me a favor, if you follow me, just because there's more games that I want to know, if you do play games, go to my Twitter page, go to my Instagram, um, or I don't know, comment in this podcast catcher. Um, just let me know of some games that you enjoy playing because I'm always open to learning more games. And if you're interested, I do have another Discord server that I haven't opened up yet, but it's called Red Wizard Gaming Society. Um, hit me up on uh, Instagram or send me a tweet or at me at a tweet or hit me a Snapchat. Let me know if you want to be a part of that. I'll let you get on it. It's a place where we can learn to play games together, where we could talk about games. Um, 
there's different levels within the discord. Um, like my close friends have more access to different things than we do stuff, but it's a place where I would love for people to come and talk about games, encourage the study of game, game design, ludology. Ludology is the study of gaming and the capacity of storytelling. Um, talk about game mechanics, things of that nature. Um, just because I know that those are the things that I enjoy. And if there are people out there that enjoy that too, I would love to share that, um, with other people and have conversations about it, um, at a more academic or deeper level, I suppose. Um, however you want to look at that so again if you want if you're interested in that hit me up on twitter hit me up on instagram hit me up on snapchat again age of jeremy across all those except for twitter it's at age of jeremy q um, and let me know if you want to be part of that red wizard gaming society discord and eventually i'll have it easier to find and open it up over time um, but you that are listening to it now would love for you to maybe be a part of it we could learn and talk about games together and you know learn more uh, because there's so many games out there just you know one of the games that i learned last year that has just become so fun and exciting for me is Scala Corinta, uh, Scala Corinta or uh, Scala, it's called Scala. It's an Italian game. It's a Jim Rummy game. Me and my mom learned it from Johnny Crypto. If you don't know who Johnny Crypto is, go check out the Good Morning Crypto show. But we learned it from Johnny Crypto and his, I played it with his father. It was fantastic. I loved it. Me and my mother played all the time and it's literally that game has now changed my life. It's opened me up to a different culture. It's opened me up to understand more about other games. And I think that that's also what makes gaming exciting for me is that games are based off of the culture in which they were created. And as you learn games, um, you can learn about the cultures that created them and why they created them. And there's so many deep histories with all different kinds of games. And I hope to be a part of whether it's in this Red Wizard Gaming Society or through this podcast or just through people following me, you know, sharing those those games and making them live on forever. Because one of the things that breaks my heart is when cultures don't have their culture continue, right? We have to do a really good arc job archiving things, archiving games, archiving cultures. And, you know, it would break my heart if that didn't continue, you know, which is, you know, one of the other things that's been on my mind is that, you know, if we look at how, how, I would like to see my family have done things differently. You know, where I'm only, I'm not that far. Well, I'm further removed from Germany, but my great grandfather and them aren't right. They were the first ones here and so forth. Makes sense. Right. But like they came over here and their parents spoke German, their headstones and the cemeteries in Illinois are in German. And you know, if that, though that culture had been handed down, then theoretically I should be, I should understand German just like I should understand Spanish from my father. Um, and I think that, if we don't position our children to have those family cultures or those, maybe not the values, I get the values are going to change over time. The values are going to be different as generations become younger. I don't have the same, all of the same values that my mother held, right? My children or my, the generation that's below me, or maybe my brother and sister who are really young, maybe they don't have the same values. I don't know them very well, um, which is something that I would love to change. Um, but uh, we should be passing on those things so cultures don't die out, so games don't die out, so things can continue on way after we're gone. And I find just being able to push those things into the future fascinating. And that's why I share them on this podcast and why I love podcasting and, and broadcasting and wanting to be a part of sharing all of this. So anyways, if you're interested in any of those, please reach out to me. I have no problem. Snapchat, I would love to see your beautiful faces. Now that's a little creepy. Maybe I shouldn't say it that way. But please Snapchat me, hit me up, whatever. Um, and definitely see, get you in part of that Discord server. It's absolutely free. Um, so, um, yep, that's it for today. Remember, um, be thankful, grateful, and kind. And we will talk with you next time. Bye. The
If you like that podcast, make sure that you like this episode and give us a five-star review in whatever pod catcher you're listening to us in if it allows you to rate it. Also, make sure to share it with all of your friends to get all of the amazingness that I ramble on about. Um, and uh, just as a reminder, the opening song was Brave Faces Every One by a Spanish Love Song. Songs, our closing song is Illuminati Hotties. Illuminati Hotties threatening each other recapitalism i use neumann microphones zoom l8 for my mixing board steinberg's q bass and waves plugins and one last time remember be thankful grateful and kind we'll talk to you next time